What's up everybody, Chris here from Chris Gates Fitness. I'm back with another episode and today we're gonna talk about two different things. Uh, we are gonna talk about specifically how to track your macros, that's the first topic. And in how to track your macros, we're specifically gonna talk about tools, tips and tricks that you can use uh, to go about your day and get a really good idea of what you're eating on a daily basis. So tracking your calories, how do we do that? What's easy in terms of doing that and efficient? Um, and also, how do we know how, many, how much protein we're eating, how many carbohydrates, how many grams of fat? Um, really going to map that out so that it is simple and easy for you if it's something that you want to start doing. Uh, the timing for this conversation is good right now because tracking my macros is something that I am doing on a daily basis uh, because I am working through this three-phase diet plan that I've been talking to you all about for the last few weeks. So um, it's top of mind for me. It's really working well for me as I'm trying to lose some weight. So I thought I would detail it for all of you in this week's episode. And since we're on that topic, the other topic I want to talk about in today's episode is how things are going because I just wrapped up the first phase of this three-phase diet program and uh, I'm excited to tell you all a little bit about my overall thoughts looking back on the first phase. If you've missed it to this point, this is a diet that I'm running for the first time. I'm testing it on myself to see if it's something that might uh, work for other people in the future if I wanted to put out a program about it. Um, I don't feel good unless I test these things on myself first uh, to see if there is potential there for it to help people in the future. So that's what I'm doing right now. And the first phase uh, ended really well. And I want to share some of that with you. So all that is coming and more in this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you you hang along for the whole episode. Uh, before we dive into all of it, as always, I'd like to remind you that uh, you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, so you should be able to get this podcast on any device. If there is another platform that you like to listen to podcasts to, uh, and I'm not on there, let me know and we'll get that set up for you. You can find video episodes of these podcasts on my Facebook page and on my YouTube account. And I'm also on you know, basically every social media platform. So mention Facebook and YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, search for me, look for Chris Gates Fitness and you're bound to find me. Uh, and again, just like with the podcast uh, platforms, if you are on a social media platform and I'm not there uh, and you think I should be, please reach out, let me know, and we'll get that set up. So, um, you know, this information is on my website, chrisgatesfitness.com. I have hundreds of articles about training and nutrition and lifestyle habits and mindset tweaks that you can make to really build yourself a healthy lifestyle. And uh, what I do is I am a online coach. I coach people to help them put all these pieces together to find a healthy lifestyle that works for them. Also help people work towards specific goals they have. So if you wanna lose weight, or if you wanna build muscle, if you wanna get stronger, if you wanna run in a marathon, if you wanna compete in a powerlifting event, uh, any type of health and fitness goal that you may have, that's what I do. I work with people to help them achieve the goals that they have. So um, if you're interested in online coaching and want to learn more, you can find that on my website, chrisgatesfitness.com. So that's everything about me. Now let's dive into this week's topic. All right. So the topic, like I said, is about how to track your macros and uh, macros stands for macronutrients. It's kind of the shorthand word, but macronutrients are uh, largely the nutrients that bring together and make up your daily calories. So 
protein, carbohydrates, and fats are what come together to uh, really give you your calorie amounts on a daily basis. Um, So tracking macronutrients is a great way to learn about your diet, learn about what you eat regularly, and learn about how you can start to manage your nutrition more effectively on a daily basis. Um, By tracking macros, you're going to learn where your calories come from and really how to manipulate them over time uh, based on what's happening in your life, based on what your goals are right now. Uh, Really, anything that you want to do with your diet can be made a lot easier by just understanding uh, how macros come together to help you build your calories on a daily basis. Uh, There's a system to do this effectively. There's a method to the madness, and that's kind of what I'm going to break down for you uh, today. But learning how to track your macros is really the first step that I give a lot of my clients in terms of, okay, I have this goal. My goal is X with fitness and nutrition. How do I get there? Well, the first thing that we do before we start any type of plan regarding nutrition, uh, and really regarding fitness a lot of the time too, is let's take your diet right now. I don't want you to change anything about it. I want you to be super honest, and we're going to track what your diet looks like right now so that we can get an idea of what it looks like. That's going to give you a great baseline to then figure out where do I go with this diet? How do I manipulate my macros? How do I change my calories in order to meet the goals that I have? So um, this is really the, the foundation, the basis of getting to understand your nutrition. In order to accurately track your macros, uh, there are a few tools that I think you should probably invest in. And the good thing is these tools are either free or extremely cheap. Uh, and I'm going to explain to you what those are right now, but we're talking about three things in particular, and you can get them all for $20 total or less. The first is going to be a food scale. Now, this podcast episode, I also have an article written on my website where I'm linking to some of these tools, and I'd encourage you to jump in there and uh, learn more and click out to find some of these if you're interested in in investing in some of these tools. And like I said, these are um, really, uh, we're talking about pennies almost in terms of how much you have to invest compared to how much of an impact they can make for you. So starting with a food scale, a food scale is what you will use uh, frequently on a daily basis to weigh out and measure what you're eating. Um, The food scale I have, I use every single day. I use it for every meal. And to be honest with you, that may, I know that may sound like it is daunting, like it's, oh geez, I got to weigh out every single thing that I eat every day, but it's really surprisingly easy. And I would encourage you if you haven't done it before to give it a shot, because if you think about any type of food that you eat, um, if it's not pre-packaged, you're likely pulling out a plate or you're pulling out a bowl and you're you know, serving out different portions of different types of foods to make the meal that you're about to eat. Um, all using a food scale involves is putting the food scale underneath that thing that you're serving food onto. It's really as simple as that. Uh, you put the food scale underneath your plate, you hit on, and then you 
you spoon out all the food that you're going to eat. It's really not that complicated. Uh, so I'd encourage you to give it a shot. Um, like I said, I do it every day. It has become second nature for me. And I, I really believe it will be for you too. If you just incorporate it into your routine and second nature to the point that it doesn't cost you any additional time. I mean, it really, really doesn't. The other tool is uh, investing in measuring cups. You probably already have these. If you don't, you can get them for like five bucks on Amazon. Again, I have a link in my article on my website to uh, to find a, a, a $5 set of measuring cups. Normally, these would be a fourth of a cup, a half cup, and a cup at least. Uh, those three can really pretty much serve any needs that you have. Um, the, the food scale can normally satisfy most of what you need in terms of weighing and measuring, but sometimes there's different uh, maybe ingredients or types of foods that you just need a set of measuring cups for, and those will fill the little gaps that the food scale doesn't address. So now you have these two tools that you can weigh out and measure food. Uh, okay, what do you do with the numbers that those show you? Well, that's where this third tool comes in, and it's completely free, and it's an app called MyFitnessPal. I use MyFitnessPal with all of my clients. I use MyFitnessPal myself almost every single day now, and uh, there are many other apps out there just like MyFitnessPal. What it is is an app that allows you to log the food that you eat on a daily basis. So if you do eat something like a prepackaged meal, uh, that's going to come in a package that has a barcode on it. Well, you can take the MyFitnessPal app once it's downloaded to your phone, hit an icon that allows you to scan the barcode and boom, automatically that food pops up into the app. It'll show you the calories, protein, fat, carbohydrates, everything right there will pop up for you in what they call a food diary. And as you add food to it throughout the day, those numbers build on each other. So by the end of the day, when you're done eating, you can look at it and say, okay, I had this many calories and here's the breakdown of the macros. And that's how you really get a good idea of what you're eating on a daily basis. I recommend MyFitnessPal because I haven't found another app that has the size of a food directory like MyFitnessPal has. And what that means, what, what I'm trying to say is I've almost never been able to find a food in MyFitnessPal. You can either scan barcodes or you can search for a food just by typing out the name of it and... I've almost never been able to find exactly the food that I'm eating. Uh, it's like Google. The database is humongous in there where anything that you're getting at a grocery store is almost certainly in the app. Most popular restaurants, what's on their menu is almost certainly in the app. And if it's not, you can normally find a comparable food uh, that you can substitute in for it. So you're at least getting a a very good uh, assessment of what you're eating as opposed to an exact assessment of what you're eating. So uh, I recommend MyFitnessPal. It's super easy to use. There are a lot of tutorials online that can break it down for you. But if you're using MyFitnessPal to track and keep a log every day of what you're eating based on what you measure out with the food scale or the measuring cups, you're gonna be set up really well to do this really easily, really quickly and efficiently and you're not going to have to be, you know, jotting things down, paper and pencil, adding up numbers every day. Um, you know, we're we're blessed at this point to have the type of technology that makes these things really easy. So those are the three tools I recommend 
for you. And uh, now we can dive into some tips that I have in terms of how to put all this together. All right, so to start things off with my tips, the first thing that I would suggest is, I've mentioned this a few times that I have an article about this topic on my website. Within that article, I have a YouTube video that I recorded about how to weigh and measure your food. And I walk you through a bunch of different types of common foods. I show you exactly how I do this process that I've outlined for you of pulling out the uh, pulling out the food scale, putting the bowl on top of the food scale, measuring the food into the bowl, leveling it off, putting a different ingredient into the bowl. Level. I mean, I take you through every single step. I talk about ways that you can um, reverse way. I talk about ways that you can make sure uh, that you're getting the most accurate assessment. And I even dive into some really surprising uh, serving sizes and some common foods that you may snack on or eat. And you wouldn't think that an actual serving size size is as small as it actually is. So I definitely encourage you to check that out within the article. The article is just called How to Track Your Macros. If you go on chrisgatesfitness.com right now, I'm recording this on June 26th. uh, You'll find it's the article at the very top. Um, But head over to my website and check that out. Now, in terms of other tips, uh, I'd recommend to start that you begin this process of teaching yourself how to track your macros by picking foods that are easy to measure. Uh, You know, weighing and tracking is just going to become that much more difficult if you're trying to do something like, I don't know, layer together a lasagna. And think about all the ingredients that come together in a lasagna. And then when you have the lasagna made, you don't know that, you know, each piece of it that you slice up, if it's going to be equal from one to the other, it's not. Pick foods that are easy to measure. And Luckily, a lot of the most healthy, nutritious, beneficial foods that you could eat are easy to measure. So things like rice, things like lean meats, like chicken, steak, uh, ground beef, ground chicken, turkey, uh, you know, cheeses that you can add to those types of meals. These types of foods are very easy to measure um, and they're very good for you. So uh, that's what I would encourage you to start off with so that you can get in the swing of things Uh, Because just like anything else, I mean, we talk about this on the podcast a lot. Like, I don't recommend you to start a fitness program by doing everything that you could possibly do to achieve the goal that you're trying to achieve. If you do that, you're going to burn out, you're going to be sore, you're not going to be able to continue, and you're going to quit. Well, if you try try to weigh and measure food for the first time, and you're doing things like the lasagna, or you're making like a vegetable soup and you have 16 different ingredients that you have to account, try and account for, um, you're going to drive yourself crazy and you're never going to want to do this. So try and pick basic, easy to measure foods, uh, and build from there so that you can start with the easy ones, get used to that, add in little bits here and there. And then, you know, as you get more used to it, it'll be easy then for you to, do a food, measure, weigh a food that is maybe a little more complicated. So that's what I would suggest you do uh, to start. And now some final notes to keep in mind on this topic of how to track your macros. Um, It's important to understand that this is all done within the framework of an overall diet plan or a diet and exercise routine. Uh, We want to encourage healthy habits all around here. So tracking your nutrition is great, um, and it is definitely beneficial to know what you're eating on a daily basis, but it's really what you do with that. 
Um, so like I said at the beginning, for beginners, just understanding how to track, understanding what's in your regular diet and being honest with yourself about what that diet looks like is important. And then the second step is tailoring it towards what your goals are. And that's where things get uh, a little more detailed, but that's where you really see the progress and the fruits of the labor of weighing and measuring and tracking your macros. That's where they come to life. So um, if you're interested in learning more about that, I have a dieting guide on my website. Uh, It's chriscasefitness.com, like I said before. And there's a tab at the top uh, that says store. Within there, I have a dieting guide. It's $20. Um, And it walks you through the exact process of setting your macros to start based on whatever your goal is, and then walking you through the actual process of working towards that goal. It's a really, really uh, detailed and useful uh, dieting guide. And and I think it's beneficial for anybody that, uh, you know, it's worth the cost, it's worth its weight in gold, and it's going to help you get to where you want to be. So, um, If you want to learn more, you can check that out, but just keep that in mind that this is all within the framework of a larger dieting and exercise plan. Now we can easily segue from that to, all right, let's talk about the three-phase diet plan and how this first phase went. Um, And if you you haven't been following along, I've mentioned my website 40 times already, so I apologize for continuing to refer to it, but there, there is a lot of good information on there. And Um, The last three weeks, I have been detailing what this diet plan looks like, so uh, I'm not going to continue to to rehash that. Head over to my site uh, to learn more about it, but just quite simply, there's three phases. The first phase is an aggressive calorie deficit phase to help you lose weight quickly at the beginning of the diet. I just finished that process, and I'm happy to report that over the first three weeks, which was the, the duration of the first phase, uh, I lost a little over seven pounds and I'm feeling great. When I look back on how that first phase went, the first week was super exciting. We had a lot of weight loss in that first week. I think I lost four pounds uh, right up front and it was really energizing to go through that first phase, see the results immediately uh, and, and you know it gets you amped up to go through the next two weeks. Um, since it was an aggressive calorie deficit, I found that what, as I got into the second week, I started to feel a little sluggish. Um, admittedly, my sleep wasn't great during that period of time, but uh, you know when you're in an aggressive calorie deficit, you're giving your body less energy, you're bound to feel a little sluggish. And that sluggishness mostly showed itself during my training sessions. Um, I just wasn't as energized or excited to train during week two. That kind of trickled into week three. I can't say that it got worse, but I I still kind of had some of that like, ah, you know, I'm normally amped up to train. Um, This week I'm not as amped up to train, but the excitement kind of grew as week three progressed because I knew that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. As we go into phase two, I'm gonna get to add some calories back into my diet currently dieting on 2,000 calories, and I'm gonna bump them up to 2,500 for the next three weeks. And uh, so what I was excited to see was that that light at the, I guess the light at the middle of the tunnel, which is how we've structured this diet, where you're, you're dieting down in phase one, you're adding calories back in phase two, and then you're dieting down in phase three. Um, I built it that way because I wanted it to be different than the traditional diet plan of 
you're just going to diet for 9, 10, 12 straight weeks. It's going to be grueling. It's going to be terrible. You're going to feel awful. But at the end of it, you'll have lost some weight and hey, okay, applause. That's great. I didn't want it to be that way. I wanted to structure it so that you'd lose weight up front and then you'd have a break in the middle. The break is controlled. The break is, the break is not going to be cheat days, one after another after another. No, it's going to be structured. We're going to add some calories back in. We're going to maintain our weight, um, but it's going to be a little bit of relief before we dive back into a aggressive dieting phase again at the end to wrap the whole thing up. And that's what I felt this week. I felt really excited because I knew those that, that break was coming and, and that kind of actually made me want to push it harder as the as week three progressed and as I got near the end of that because I knew, you know what, hey, it's only a few days left. I can push through this. I can continue to push myself because I know I got a break coming up here. And um, I was happy to see it worked out that way because as much as the macros and the calories and the the cardio and the, tra- the weightlifting, as much as that all matters, the mental aspect of dieting is just as big of a challenge and uh, finding ways to alleviate some of the mental stress, the mental fatigue, uh, that that is huge. So uh, super excited that it has progressed this way. Like I said, I've lost a little over seven pounds and uh, now we're going to go into a weight maintenance phase. So I'm going to add 500 calories back into my diet. And over the course of the first week, I'm going to be closely monitoring my weight just as I had been in the first phase, weighing myself every day and seeing how my weight progresses. There will probably be some more fluctuations in my weight this week uh, because I'll be adding calories back in, adding carbohydrates back in. It's probably going to cause a little bit of water retention, maybe a little bit of bloating up front, and uh, we'll see the weight kind of go up and down a little bit. But my hope is to maintain the weight if I see any trends over the first week. I mean, I'm going to give it at least the first first full week of adding that 500 calories back in to see how my weight uh, reacts. And if I see anything concerning, you know, just like you could do, you can always adjust your calories. You're not stuck with anything. Um, It's important to give it a little bit of time, but you can always make adjustments as you go forward. And that's what I'm going to do this coming week. So I'm excited to move into phase two and uh, I'll continue documenting it all for you uh, here and uh, see how things go. So thank you for joining me on this week's episode. As always, I really appreciate it. Definitely subscribe to the podcast, leave a review and a rating if you have some time. I'd really appreciate that. That helps more people find the podcast. Um, Find the episodes on Facebook and YouTube. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, everywhere. Um, Just search for Chris Gates Fitness. And uh, I'll be back with you guys soon talking more about this diet and some more uh, fitness and nutrition content. So I appreciate y'all checking in. Appreciate you listening. And I'll talk to you again soon. See ya.